Hello, fellow worshipers, and welcome to the Worshippers Heart Podcast. I am excited and delighted that you are sharing in this moment with us. I'm also excited and delighted that we are here to honor God and to worship and to learn more about who God is to and for us and to bring us in a place with a sincere heart that we're able to worship God in spirit and in truth. So we're going to open up with this little word of wisdom And it says to us, in your wisdom, O God, you have called us. You call us to be fully alive with your life abundantly. Let us be ready to listen and respond with our heart, our soul, spirit, and mind. You call us to always watch and to be watchful for your word of wisdom. Sometimes startling and unexpected, sometimes still and quiet, but always dwelling among us. So come now, all who are thirsty, and drink the water of life. Come now, all who are hungry, and be filled with good things. Come now, all who seek, and be warned by the fire of love. And we watch and wait for God, as we watch and wait and listen for the word of God, as we watch and wait with expectation of the greatness of God, as we watch and wait of the goodness of God, as we watch and wait of the miracles that will happen, that God will bless us over and beyond. So we thank God. We worship him. We lift him up. We praise him for he is righteous. He is sovereign. He is our master. He is almighty. He is our king. And through him, we are victorious. So may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. As we open up this podcast, I pray that someone will be blessed. I pray that someone's heart will be transformed. I pray that there will be healing. I pray that lives will be refreshed and renewed. I pray, God, that you will shower people with the blessings of of expectation that they can't even imagine of your goodness and grace, that only you will get the glory out of their lives. So, God, we thank you and we honor you. For you continue and you always do things well because you are our shepherd and you care for us because we are your flock. We thank you and we love you. Amen. Fellow worshipers, we're talking about the love for God. The love for God. What does the love of God do for us? The love of God that is important in our lives. The attributes and characteristics of God and his love. And then we're going to talk about a few songs that express our love for God. 1 John 4, 19-21 says to us, We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God 
and hate works against his brother, he is a liar. For the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, that the one who loves God should also unselfishly love his brother and seek the best for him. Ooh, yes, mind-blowing. Let me read it to you again. First John 4, 19 through 21 says to us, we love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates works against his brother, brother being broad, not just biological blood, but brother being broad, brother being neighbor, brother being friend, brother being enemies, brother. He is a liar for the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, that the one who loves God should also unselfishly, unselfishly, unselfishly love his brother and seek the best for him. Doesn't get any plainer than that. Doesn't get any plainer than that. The love for God should make us attentive and compassionate for the things that God loves. We cannot proclaim love for God if we don't love each other. The love for God enables us to love our enemies and people just as God loves us. That's good for us. The love for God enables us to love our enemies and people just as God loves us. Having the love for God gives us wisdom, understanding, and the ability to keep his words and commandments. John 14, 23 says to us, Jesus answered, if anyone really loves me, he will keep my word, my teaching, and my father will love him and we will come to him and our dwelling place with him we will make. This love should be demonstrated through daily life interaction. This love should be demonstrated through the things that we say. This love should be demonstrated in the way that we interact with others. This love should be demonstrated through submission to the will of God for our lives and trusting God as our father to know that he cares about our best interests. Think about it. Just as we receive discipline from our earthly father because of his love, we receive the same from our heavenly father because of his love. How do we know? Hebrews 12, 9 says, moreover, we have all had human fathers who discipline us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of spirits and life? Now, you may not respect it in the midst that is happening in the discipline, but when you look back in a mature state of mind, you respect the discipline that your father imparted into your life and there is an appreciation for it. So how much more should we submit to the father who gives us life? What does the love of God mean to us? The love for God is personal from us to God. Establishing love 
for God builds a personal relationship with him. This personal relationship with God requires time, commitment, and conversation. Our personal relationship with God requires time, commitment, and conversation. Conversation, prayer, dialogue, not a monologue, not a one-way, we communicating. Dialogue, two-way, listening, and speaking. We do this in the natural, automatically. So we should do it to our Father, God, who loves us. God views us as his children, and children love being nurtured and having a relationship with people. Romans 5, 8 tells us, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Jesus died for us. The love for God is appreciative. When you love someone, you express it through appreciation. You love them, you tell them them you love them, you thank them, you spend time with them, you have dialogue with them, you long to be with them, you can't wait until your work day is over to spend time with them. That's how we should be with God. This appreciation should be acknowledged. Appreciation should come in gentleness and kindness and the thoughtful things that we say and do. This applies to God. Because we have love for God, we express it in our worship and in our praise, in our thoughts, in our actions, in our deeds, in our conversation. This goes beyond Sunday morning. This goes beyond Sunday morning. This love and appreciation for God goes beyond Sunday morning and should be expressed daily. Deuteronomy 6.5 says to us, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Psalms 136.26 says, Give thanks to the God of heaven. His love endures forever. When we get up in the morning, we should rise and tell God, thank you. Put our feet on the floor and say, Lord, we thank you. Lift our hands as we prepare to walk ourselves to go brush our teeth and say, God, I thank you. Just to think that there are people who don't have those simple things in life, things that we take for granted. The appreciation of God breathing breath into our body. Thank you, God. The love for God is trusting. We talked about our personal relationship with God. This relationship is built on trust and love, love that God has for us and the love that we have for him, trusting God in everything that we do as, pro as proclaimed to us in Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. We have to learn to depend on God as it relates to our life, our decisions, our circumstances, the things that we say, the things that we do, the way we interact, the way we speak to people, the way we listen, the way we talk. We have to seek direction and guidance from our Heavenly Father for all of those things. And when we do, it alleviates some of the life lessons we experience it alleviates some of the things that we go through. 
It alleviates misunderstanding. It alleviates us having to go back and make it right. And we learn not to think out of ourselves or out of the decision of others. Psalms 13, 5 says, but I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. So the love for God we've talked about comes to us in three ways. It's personal. It's a personal thing. It's personal for me. I give my time, my commitment, and my conversation to God. I appreciate God. Not doing him in Santa Claus with a list of things that I need, and what I want, and what I think is best. And I've learned to trust him in all. In all. In all. With all. And I submit to his ways. When we do this... There are some characteristics of God that motivate people to love what God loves. That motivates people to move into wisdom. That motivates people to love the things of God, his word, his kingdom, and his spirit. That motivates people to believe and depend and trust in him. That motivates people to connect with him through communication and time and commitment. That motivates people to appreciate and rejoice in God through worship and praise. As I shared earlier, here are a few songs that express our love for God. Unfailing Love by Chris Tumbling. Falling in Love with Jesus. Oh, How I Love Jesus. That's one of my favorite. And Love Lifted Me. When nothing else could help. Love, God's love, lifted me. Fellow worshipers, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Worshippers Heart Podcast. I am delighted that you decided to share in this journey with me. I am delighted to share this journey with you. And to our first-time listeners, thank you and welcome. We are excited that you too are part of this journey. We ask you to share, support, follow, sponsor this podcast on any podcast platform that you listen to and be a part of this continuous journey. Again, thank you. I can't express to you enough how much I appreciate you taking time out of your valuable life to be a part of this journey. Remember that even in this life, you need to find moments of rest in God. And remember that all you need is a worshiper's heart. One more thing, I'd like to take this time to thank my sponsors, Abigail Adoye, Athena Shack, Dr. and Mrs. John and Martha Johnson, Jacqueline Harris, Chantel Hess-Taylor, 
and the Worshipper Heart team member, Tiana Davis. Thank you all so much for everything that you have done to invest into this ministry, into this podcast. We cannot do it without you. So if you are interested in being a valuable part of this podcast, support today. Look at us on Facebook at Worshippers Heart. Send us an email at worshippersheart67 at aol.com. And we can give you more information about how you can be a sponsor for this podcast and for this ministry. At the end of the day, all you need is a worshippers heart.